Hello and welcome to the Mindful Psychonaut. So, this is something that I just randomly thought about doing. Um, and I have no idea how this is going to go, but we're just going to try it anyway. So, this episode is going to be a, kind of an introduction to who I am. Uh, what I do, what I'm interested in, and I guess kind of what this podcast is all about, um, or this channel slash podcast. Um, so, gathered by the name, um, I am interested in psychology, mindfulness, and psychedelics. And then obviously, I'm interested in other things as well, but those are the main topics that have really kind of caught my eye in the past couple of years and I think I thought I would um, see what I could do uh, with those interests um, given how how popular um, that kind of psychedelics are becoming uh, and, and changing times etc I think it would be it's it's a shot in the dark it's it's uh giving it a try uh, just to see where it goes if it doesn't go anywhere then it doesn't go anywhere but I thought I might as well give it a shot so um, at the start of 2020 um, I delved into using psychedelics so uh, I was in my second year of university um, and smoking weed quite a lot um, and I went to Amsterdam, which is amazing, uh, with a group of mates and had mushrooms there. Um, and then we went into um, the start of the kind of COVID pandemic, multiple lockdowns. Um, and it resulted in me having a lot of time to myself. Um, even though I was with family, I did still feel very alone and isolated um, just in a social and um, activity sense you're not doing very much you're not seeing many people and the people that you are seeing you've kind of been with for the whole of your life um, which is lovely but does get very stagnant and is obviously very different to uh, normal life which I'm sure a lot of people have can, can relate to um, so as time went by, started using kind of the substances um, less out, less of a party and social um, substance, purely because I couldn't. Uh, I couldn't um, go and see some mates and go and get high. Um, I had to. I was. I was more on my own, um, and actually, that was the way it was um, and, and everything was a bit more isolated and a bit more just self-focused I guess um, but it allowed me to be more introspective um, and learn about myself um, and I, after just I mentioned doing uni I, I do sport and exercise science at university I'm about to finish and part of the degree is psychology um, and I've done more psychology this year, I've done my dissertation on psychology and it's very interesting um, 
I've I, I find the psychology side of things very interesting just because probably because of these lockdowns um, it was something that's always quite interesting just learning about the mind and the way that we are um, given how complex the mind is and thoughts etc actually to then go through some sort of kind of I wouldn't say psychological distress I guess it would be some sort of psychological distress being in isolation being away from the norm of seeing friends seeing um, other people going and doing things um, actually having that taken away um, or restricted definitely required me to um, be aware of my thoughts more often <clears throat> Um, linked with that, I, I have a passion for lifting, or at least I did. Um, I was, ever since, maybe for the past five or six years, I've been lifting um, heavy weights. So I, I was doing powerlifting for a couple, three, three years, three or four years, and um, actually getting into the lockdown, um, I lost my motivation and I had to reassess why I was doing training, who I was doing it for, reassessing my motivations. Um, and it's very much ties into, yep, okay, I love learning and, and performing the, the physical um, demands of doing exercise, but then actually what are the reasons for that? And the psychology is very, very heavily influencing the things that I did. Um, and that was just kind of just trying to understand where my motivations lied really I think if you go into the gym you have the uh, you have other people's eyes people are watching people are listening people can can see the work that you put in and I think that whether you think of it or not it is a very big important factor to just your overall motivation and it goes um, that can be translated with so many other things i think actually just that motivations um concept of just what are your reasons for doing the things that you do what are the reasons for you completing the actions that you do in a day um and until you can actually take a step back and realize what those reasons are you can almost just fall in the trap of you can trick yourself into doing certain things um, which is a good thing in, in, in some ways you can actually be very motivated by tricking yourself to say oh yeah well I'm doing this for myself and actually other people are kind of pushing you on um, just that those eyes watching um, uh, it just makes you work a little bit harder but it can be translated to other things. What are the motivations for you doing um, your university work? What are the motivations for you um, seeing your friends? There's so many different things and actually you might just take it as a kind of a basic value of, oh, well, I'm seeing my friends because I like to see my friends, you know, but there's, there's, that, yeah, that's the simple answer, but there are so many other kind of other deeper reasons why you do certain things. Because one of the main reasons that we all do things is to 
kind of, we are quite selfish. Um, that's something I've definitely realized um, and learned. Humans and, and just animals in it, just anyway, are, are selfish, uh, typically, to be able to survive. Um, and I think if you, humans, just in a sense, the selfish, we don't need to be as selfish anymore because of how developed we are, but being selfish in the way that, oh, well, we'll make this choice because it benefits me more than other people. But also um, things that you may not see as selfish are actually selfish. It's um, things like if you treat uh, your family well, if you look after your brothers, yes, you are being kind to um, your family and, and, and your and your friends, but you're doing that as a, like, you feel good for doing that afterwards. So actually you are doing it for some selfish reasons. You are doing it to get that good feeling. Um, now that is different to other good feelings that you may get, but this principle stays the same. Like there is a lot of selfish motivations behind um, a lot of the things we do. <clears throat> um, going back to COVID pandemic, um, obviously being more introspective with things. I started doing um, mindfulness. So it's not all about um, drugs. Uh, started using mindfulness as a way kind of to tackle the, the hardships of lockdown. Um, I, spending all that time on my own, um, I live by the sea, going out and just sitting on the edge of the cliff and watching the sunset. It puts things into perspective. Um, it makes you think about the world. Uh, I went through quite a lot of time, or I say quite a lot of time, a good couple of months of just kind of uni had finished my last exam and then I'm just stuck in this window of time where there isn't anything to do. Um, but obviously there are things to do, but there, I didn't have much sense or purpose of, for doing things. It was just doing things to pass the time. Um, and I, I got very much into kind of just, why are we here? The, the kind of the, the, the big ambiguous questions like that of just how, how did the world come to be? And what are the reasons for us being the way we are? Why can we think? Um, so many things like that and it kind of made me go a little bit crazy kind of it's definitely a more unstable time um, psychologically in my life which I am glad to have gone through um, that um, isolation time combined with kind of a my motivations being reassessed through training, which was kind of a core uh, foundation to kind of who I said I was, uh, who I classified myself as. I was a lifter. Um, uh, and just to have that all broken down, have the lifting motivations broken down and just starting to think more about myself, thinking about previous uh, relationships that I've had um that i no longer have and almost 
the reasons that I did certain things in those relationships, the mistakes I made, and just being able to process through all of these things on my own um, was very, very useful. And I definitely feel like um, a new person because of it. Um, I'm 21. Uh, this was obviously about a year ago, year, year or so ago. Um, and yeah, it was pretty, pretty outstanding, I'd say, just pr profound difference in the way I thought about things. Um, and through mindfulness, mindfulness being the kind of the practice of just being aware of what you experience. So for me right now, it would be being aware of the thoughts that come to my head, the sounds, the sight, um, all of the senses and just the experience of experiencing things. That is, uh, when you actually focus on that and that is all that you focus on, it's actually being able to dedicate attention to the mere just experience of life is uh, very valuable because then when things do come into play, like thoughts just kind of grab your attention, you can then capture that and say, okay, why, why did that happen? Why did I think of that? And you can note it, see how you feel. Uh, maybe it was a past decision that you made. Maybe you cheated on an exam and you got caught and you thought of that, you felt regret, you can capture that. You can, you can capture the emotion of, okay, I feel, I feel regret for this decision that I made. And you can start to think about it. But then also, once you've done with kind of that thinking, it's not necessarily that beneficial to dwell on it. You need to think about it, process it, but then you can capture it, see how you felt, and then kind of move on. Um, <clears throat> also, being alone during isolation made me learn to be comfortable being uncomfortable, if that makes sense. I spent a lot of time just talking to the camera, talking to, I got my phone out, but in selfie mode, and I would speak for 30, 40 minutes to myself, as if I was talking to someone else, as if I was having a conversation with someone else um, about the way I felt, many, many things. And then if things were troubling me, I would be able to record myself, get all of those troubles out of my head, which is quite a complex um, and unmanageable area, or at least I, it was, um, down into the phone where I can see a visual or I have like a visual representation of how my face was, how I felt, how I looked. Um, but also I'm actually making my thoughts into speech. Um, and I'm able to talk about the thoughts that I had and it's not just random thoughts coming in left, right and center. So being able to talk through that and then being able to listen to it after um, was really, really key for just being able to process the thoughts that come into my head. 
Um, and yeah, le learning to become comfortable with the uncomfortable, being able to be comfortable and almost entertained by my own company, being, being alone is generally something that people are afraid of. Um, I know I probably was, um, I think I've definitely improved. Obviously you get to a certain point and it is just, you do need some company uh, and it is quite saddening um, to an extent when, when you are quite lonely. Um, but being comfortable with yourself um, and being able to, to entertain yourself on, on your own um, is, is really important. Uh, because there are going to be times where you are on your own, um, uh, whether it is physically you are on your own, you are isolated from other people, or whether it's mentally and actually you don't feel like you have other people to talk to. Um, and what, one of the biggest things I learned was you, no one else is necessarily going to know you the way that you know you if that makes sense like the best person to be able to know you is yourself um and even then it's very very difficult to know what to do with all that goes on um in terms of thoughts and being able to deal with who you are but it was um very useful. So combining kind of the introspectiveness of mindfulness and psychedelics um, alongside my understanding of psychology uh, was really, really useful um, and has been a very interesting and rewarding experience to try and develop um, all the way to where I am now. Um, and actually, here I am, this is almost still going through that developing learning etc but it is very enjoyable um and i've definitely learned a lot more about kind of how i feel a lot more in control of my life um maybe not necessarily in control of my life but in control of the way i perceive my life um it's very much being able to see the, the good side of things, but also being able to see the bad side of things, being able to see both of them at the same time. Um, and just being able to see things for what they are um, and not react um, straight away with emotion and uh, distress. <clears throat> but um, yeah, being comfortable with the uncomfortable also kind of took that to a physical, um, physical sense as well. I think that's, maybe one of the reasons I enjoy training it is training is uncomfortable um, but it is almost enjoyable to be in that uncomfortable state but get the reward at the end of it um, doing things like cold water immersion uh, when I came back to my uni house I've been swimming in the river um, swimming in the sea while I'm at home and it is quite uncomfortable but it is um, enjoyable and trying to almost link just just being aware that yeah this is going to suck but actually you know that that is just one of those experiences which you can just push through and it is what it is you know um you can just accept it for what it is is it going to be cold yep but 
you can accept it and, and you go. Um, and just being aware of kind of the thought patterns and uh, thought patterns that I might necessarily, I might not necessarily have been aware of. Um, I was very much into my social media uh, for my online coaching. I was doing powerlifting and online coaching um, and there was very much a, a big stress of um, online coaching um, but through the kind of the Instagram social media side of things just the stress of almost comparing yourself to others what are other people doing it's not just what are other people doing in terms of performance and um, training in the gym but it's also comparing yourself from a coaching standpoint and business and just an unbelievable amount of stress there but also like, from just a personal Instagram standpoint, you you spend so much time getting the right photos and the getting the right caption and putting it in a way that you think is going to be the best for other people to view and like and comment and it's you kind of take a step back and you go, well, what are my motivations for doing this? And uh, yeah, it was strange to take a step back and go, wow, like I do I need to do this? Actually, I, I don't. Um, and I kind of had a lot of time off social media and I still am not really that prevalent on social media anymore. I still use it, but I don't almost, I'm aware of the stress of kind of engaging and getting caught into the unnecessary um, stresses of kind of social comparisons online, um, be it personal, business, uh, etc. <clears throat> uh, moving on to kind of in between the lockdowns, unfortunately, my nan passed away. And uh, being in this shifted state of mind, it was very much coming face to face with the dualistic nature of reality. Uh, just Obviously, it was quite a upsetting thing at the time. Um, just going through isolation and then having kind of almost the precursors to what was her death. Um, kind of those those warning lights on the car just before the engine fails. Um, so I, I almost was kind of preparing myself for the inevitable but it was uh, very very different obviously death doesn't happen very often um, in your life or in, in family lives hopefully uh, it's inevitable it, it this is just life and death the dualistic nature of reality and um, it was very rewarding I'd say to go through that experience um, because I think the biggest thing was realizing that my my dad and my aunt no longer had parents or parents that were alive and it was the consideration for okay this this really sucks for me I don't have my granddad I don't have my nan 
they don't have their mum and dad and to then almost put myself in that put put myself in their shoes as if I had lost say my mum and my dad that's it was very different because I never ever thought thought of a death like that before um or at least never had that experience of death close to home um and had thought about it in that way uh, it was very strange to think about it in that way but it was also very like i said rewarding uh, to think of it uh, like that and yeah it's just being able to think about the past being able to think about the past in a shifted way applying the uh, the concepts of mindfulness and just almost being aware of how you feel when you think of certain things when you do certain things how do i feel when i think back to kind of someone's passing or an argument or whatever it might be how do i feel about it or how did i feel about it then um and what were my thought processes that made that thing happen or made me think like that versus how do i now think about it and how do i now um almost feel about that a lot of uh specifically kind of relationships in the past i've i have made many many mistakes um and i'd be the first to admit that but it's at the time uh it kind of it was uh i can remember some specific moments which were almost just the, the worst things that i'd ever done because they'd emotionally hurt me it, like kind of the most um whether they were the most the worst things i'd ever done or not it was that kind of the consequence of that thing was the greatest in some sense and at the time it was i was bawling my eyes out i was um yeah it's very regretful um in some of the decisions i'd made but now that i think back to it um, obviously i still do kind of regret the choices that i made i think they were bad choices but now that i've had that experience i can look back on it and say okay well i did those things because and i can put together these kind of um, thought patterns that go through oh i can get away with this because and i can do this because and then kind of when the penny drops and you can't get away with something that you've done it does it does make you think uh, reassess um what you've been doing um, and i i'm very grateful for kind of being able to look back now and say this was actually quite a good thing um and i do feel like i've grown since then uh, which is obviously a good thing <clears throat> and it's asking kind of asking myself the same questions of if i was in the same situation now would i do the same thing 
because obviously the situation has changed from time to time um, but if you were presented with the same situation um, just for an example I I've cheated in the past and it's would I do that again if I was in that circumstance because it's very easy to say oh no I wouldn't ever do that again when you're not in that kind of similar situation um, but yeah I, I def definitely don't think I would um, there's there's a lot of a lot of thought that that need that I now go through I'm much more aware of how I think um, and why I make the decisions that I make whereas before I think it was very much just going through the decisions and kind of the outcomes would just happen and I would deal with them then uh, rather than almost planning for the future <clears throat> um, and also these past couple of years just listening more to Jordan Peterson um, has been I can't I cannot quantify the number of hours I've listened to him um, but very beneficial um, just in terms of he's a psychologist a clinical psychologist um, but also just being able to tackle the idea of kind of yeah all, all the the reasoning behind what we do and why we do things and being able to put put your life together essentially um, and taking the phrase of like trying to do what is right not what is easy and I think we get caught up very very often in just the ability um, I'm not saying the ability but we just fall into the trap of doing what is easy and not what is right um, whether it's just I don't know maybe you saw something across the street someone's in distress um, you looked across you saw they were in distress but you carried on walking because you're like ah, someone else will deal with that someone else will, will deal with that and that's the easy option um, but was it the right option maybe maybe not um, but it's it's principles like that maybe a more specific one is just kind of when should I do my uni work should I do it now or should I play Xbox doing what is easy versus doing what is right you know um, and I've definitely fallen into that trap quite a lot um, but it's being aware of when you do fall into that trap how do you feel afterwards okay you were gonna do some I planned to do work today and instead I played Xbox for however many hours and now I didn't get that work done how do I feel now that that has happened okay I don't feel very good all right okay it was fun in the moment I was enjoying myself online but I feel guilty now I'm less uh, been less productive um, and yeah it's just, just trying to be aware of how you feel in that moment to then maybe realize that probably wasn't the best idea and learning from those experiences and trying to then when that situation then comes up again when you kind of try or you 
think about doing the easier thing, maybe think about <clears throat> planning ahead and doing what is right or doing the thing that is going to be more beneficial in the long run. Um, and that's what makes kind of humans unique in the sense that we're able to conceptualize time. Um, a lot of, obviously I can't speak for other animals. There's, I, I think I, I'm always quite interested into, okay, we, we learn certain things about certain animals, but we never, tr we're never ever going to be able to experience what it is like to be a cat, a cow, etc. Like you're, you're never going to be able to get that perspective of, are there any thoughts coming in or is it just experience and reaction? Like you just never going to be able to truly get that experience because you are, you are you, you are, you're the human. Um, but as we are, we're able to conceptualize time, um, and be able to plan and act in a way that may benefit us in the future. And because of that, we've got many, many kind of stresses of thinking about the future, thinking about the past, um, thinking about, okay, I didn't do this. I didn't do my work now. That means I'm going to have even less time for my deadline, which is now coming up in one week's time. Oh, I can't do it. It's thinking about actions that you do in the present moment um, and the impact that they'll have later on um, in the future. And going forward, I am planning to go to Peru uh, alongside the uh, almost the motivation to be better. Um, doing what is right and not what is easy, um, taking the the approach of trying to be that little bit better than I was yesterday. Um, now it's not, it's easier to say that than actually do it, but taking that approach to life and just trying to be a little bit better than you did yesterday, whether it's academically or whether it's maybe you just spoke to a few more people, you were a bit more friendly with whoever it was, you were more engaged with the people you were talking to and you weren't as distracted. Um, trying to be that little bit better than previously. Um, I've started learning Spanish. I thought that was quite an appropriate thing to do if I wanted to go to Peru, but also it's a nice thing to do. Just it's not easy. Uh, learning a language isn't easy and it requires consistent effort. And I, I've, I've enjoyed getting into that routine of just consistently working towards something. It is quite rewarding. Um, and when I go to Peru, I mean, the, the, I think the main, the main uh, initial reason to go was uh, for the traditional ayahuasca retreat. Um, considering this podcast is about mindfulness and psychedelics and psychology, it linked very well. Um, and I've been very keen to explore different states of consciousness. Um, I have had different altering, uh, differing, different states of consciousness I've been in, um, through different substances. Uh, but having ayahuasca um, in Peru and probably trying other things as well 
like five MEO DMT um, and potentially San Pedro as well. I just want to learn more, being able to experience it. And I think incorporating the psychology, um, but also the mindfulness and actually applying those with psychedelics can help me truly use the psychedelics in a in a way that will build upon whatever what I have already learnt. Um, and if not, just being able to experience this phenomenal thing and then maybe be able to process it a little bit better than if I hadn't done mindfulness or um, being as interested in those kind of areas. Um, but yeah, it's just planning ahead, um, thinking what this podcast is even going to be. Um, but being able to incorporate those three different aspects into, into life, um, into um, finishing uni and what am I going to do afterwards? Like what is realistic? Um, what is enjoyable? What is, what do I really want to do? Um, and uh, yeah, I just thought I'd start a podcast because podcasts are quite popular. They're quite simple um, in the format that they are. You just speak and edit it perhaps. Um, but it's a kind of, let's try something new and see what goes, see, see what happens. Um, and hopefully it will allow me to kind of connect with similar minded people um, and maybe be able to kind of make a living out of this eventually. Uh, who knows, maybe four or five years down the line, I'll have, it'll be much bigger and I'll actually be making a living out of it. That'd be quite interesting to look back on, but it was a shot in the dark, just seeing this is something I enjoy. Let's just start speaking about it. And if any, if it's not going to become anything big, it can at least be a side passion. Um, to keep me learning about these things and being able to almost articulate them in a way that other people might be able to benefit from them. So if you've enjoyed this, um, it's just been a kind of rant about myself and I don't know, maybe my, my psychology and maybe a little bit of my philosophies, maybe not. Um, but just my, my overall interests and kind of what this podcast will be about. Uh, if you did enjoy it, then um, do let me know. But I'm sure there will be some more podcast episodes in the future. <laughs>